are tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We should have had, like, celebratory, like, Mai Tais on the table or something. We should have. That would have been a great idea. And Mary Lou should have been responsible for that. Well, I don't know if we should celebrate this episode because it was kind of depressing. depressing. It was. But nonetheless, welcome everyone. We are here for the season finale of Bloodline right here on AfterBuzz TV. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. It's it's shocking. Can I tell you I just cannot believe it? One more time. Okay, I cannot believe it. <laughs> it is truly shocking. We can't believe we've made it through the whole season. We're the only episodes. people left in the world who took it week by week. And listen, now we can rejoin society. We oh my can. gosh. There's exactly. No more I don't have to like avoid coworkers because I didn't watch binge watch it in one weekend. Yeah. Nope. And go back to normal. We are on board. We know what's up. We mm-hmm. know what's up with this. Um, you can find us, of course, on YouTube, always at youtube.com forward slash TV, and for all of your listening pleasures on SoundCloud and iTunes. And uh, first and foremost, a big up to our producer in the booth right now. Huge shout out to Marissa Serafini. Thank you, Marissa. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you, ladies. We're, we're all burning the midnight oil. We are. Thank, thanks to her. We are. I I'm know. excited she's, to hear your finale. Oh. oh. saying, get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry it up, ladies. All right. With that being said, um, feel free to interact with us. Hashtag ABTV Bloodline. Sure. We'd love to hear from you. We always want to hear all of your thoughts and feelings, and we'd love for you to chime in. In fact, we love it so much that we want you to head over to podcastone.com because there is a very special listener survey waiting for you. Uh, It's there that you can share all your thoughts, let us know exactly what you like, what you don't like, everything that we need to know so we can hone in on your on your interests and make these shows excellent for you. So head on over to podcastone.com. The survey will take you just about three minutes. Very quick. Um, Faster if you're super, super slick on the keys. That's right. On the keys. Did you see what I did there? Slick on the keys. The Keys Ninja. Keys. No, the Keys, keys Mafia. Key yes, of course. Oh, okay, okay. Key. On board, we're on board. I was like, we're all on board with you. Clearly it's late. You can also be a ninja in the Keys, I'm yeah, sure. They sure. exist. Well, in the Mafia. Yeah, so... So if you are a Keys Ninja or otherwise, head on over to podcast.com. Podcast uh, sorry, one. Podcast1.com. Take, uh, take a gander at this survey. It's going to be fantastic. It'll help us. It'll help you. Keep those tweets and comments coming. We love it. Yeah. On that note. And I'm on the chat. If you're watching. Join. Yeah. Kick this off right. That's right. I'm your host, Blake V. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Blake V Media. I'm Allison Dean. You can find me everywhere on the social cloud at the Allison Dean. Hi, guys. I'm Kate Aquilano. You can find me at Kate Aquilano. And I'm Mary Lou Mandel. You can do the same on all social media, everywhere, on the internet. Everywhere on the internet. At Mary Lou Mandel. Everywhere on the internet. Let's kick it off. There we have it, ladies. Oh, man, this finale. Let me, I just, I feel... Like we need therapy. Like my heart, I just, I'm longing for season two already. Like I can't even take just everything that happened. As messed up as season one 
was, I feel like season two is just going to be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> because yes. now they have to deal with the whole... It's the aftermath. Like, you already had the guilt of, like, the father and the lying. Now you actually have the guilt of killing your yeah. own brother. You know what's interesting is, like, in retrospect to how John was saying the whole season, we've done a bad thing. I'm like, no, you didn't. You did, like, many bad things. Like, it wasn't... Let's not narrow it down to, to one. one. Right. Yeah. Like right, we did, a, we did really a plethora. Being, yeah, you're really being easy on yourself. I know. I was like, wait a minute. Now oh, that I'm thinking want. about this, anyway. Yeah, yeah, but this is usually we don't watch the episodes right before we tape, and this time we did. And uh, I'm still really stressed about it. Usually, I have like a buffer of like my drive over. Yep. Where I can kind of like process, it. I'm like, oh man, like that was lame. Yep. A great episode, but like I feel bad for this family. Right. But now I'm I'm really messed up. And then especially after our last when we covered episode 12, we got the information that they actually picked six seasons of this. So I was like, man, what are, what do these crazy writers and producers have in mind? I can't wait to find out. I know. I know. It's just, it's, I can't even, I can't even fathom the amount of storyline that they had in the beginning and just coming through, you know, developing all of mm-hmm. it just seems like such a feat. It's amazing. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so this episode closes it off for us. Some crazy things happened. Some questions got answered. Some new things arose that right. we don't even know what's going on with. Um, one of the things that I liked from this episode that I'd like to kick it off with and also kind of close the episode is the fact that all of the narrations that we've heard from every single episode that John has given us, typically John, in the beginning of all of these episodes, was it was closed. It was completely bookended at the very end when he was at his dinner, his mm-hmm. sheriff, potential sheriff uh, yeah. job placement dinner. And we've come to find that the whole entire speech he gives at the dinner is what they sprinkled along all season. And it was all lies. I mean, somewhat truth, but he's like, if, you know, if, I don't know where my brother is right now, but I hope he knows I love him. Oh, like, come on. Didn't that just squeeze your heart? And just like, how can, I mean, he's trying to be sheriff, so he has to put on Keep this Keep up front. the appearance. Exactly. I know. But it's like. That's going to be really hard to live with yourself, buddy. Yeah, just yeah. saying those words. It just, it's just lies on top of lies on top of lies. And what all of this kind of taught me is that because we have now um, Mama Rayburn's trying to figure out, you know, like, she's, like, trying to redeem herself by, by talking to Potts, right? Mm-hmm. Is that his name, Potts? Yes. Lenny Potts. Lenny Potts. So she's trying to redeem herself talking to him, but then I'm thinking, like, they all know how to lie like this because she made them lie. Yeah. Like, it all started with her, and now they're all effed up. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't, when Danny had that freak out on her in last episode, like, obviously, you didn't stick up for him. You were his mom. You were supposed to protect him. But I'm like, well, you really don't like your mom. It's because I think he knew that mm-hmm. she, what the, that what we find out in this episode, that she was the one that said, lie to, lie to the detective. Yeah, and that was yeah. big. That and was a big your reveal. mom. Yep. So I, yeah. I didn't see that coming. I no, mean, I, got I didn't that either. he... He felt betrayed that he never felt safe in the house. But this is like a direct, like you are, you are a big reason why this is happening. And she's a big reason why Sarah died. I said that in the beginning. Like it all comes back to Mama Rayburn. It does, and it's interesting because is it coming from a place of just like fragility, or just the fact that she really can't take the the pressures and life and just thing that's hap- things that ha- that are happening to her. Or is it very calculated? Like, is she really trying to be conniving and make all these things That's happen? That's why her character is so great, because you don't yes. really know. You don't know Is she just that naive? All. Or is she just right. playing everyone? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. 
because she she's very um, her character lends to the idea of it just of just her being kind of kind of an airheady kind of just she's aloof she's not with yeah anything. just yeah just kind of a, a leisure a lady of leisure who's just you know doesn't really have to hold true to anything she says or does she just has this family and this inn and this money and had the husband that took care of things for the majority of her of her life mm-hmm. so you know she comes across as that but. You know, I feel like she is a woman of more depth. I feel like we may find that there is something a little more negative or sinister or calculating, perhaps, Mm -hmm. about her and may tie into the whole reason of Danny's issue with her and the family as a whole. Yeah, I do think it's setting us up very well for season two, especially Mm -hmm. with how things were left off between the conversation she was having with Lenny Potts at the end. Yes. Uh, So I think that her reaction, which we'll hopefully see next season, I think that's going to reveal some stuff. Let's talk about that. When he goes, your kids are lying to you. Yeah. I think obviously the writers and producers and creators wanted to make it seem like they're lying about the way Danny died. I don't think it is anything like that. I think it's probably something minimal about some random occurrence. I don't. How would Lenny Potts have any idea? He is a detective. He's a serious. But I think it was just of- for an impact for next season. That's just my thing. Yeah, Could I'm with be. you. I don't think that it's about John and his cover up because. Uh, how skilled was he? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. He, but then I wonder what it is. Yeah. Like if it's not that, I wonder what it is that he, as a detective, would have been able to find out that they were lying to. Yeah, her. has he been like working the case this whole time? Like he he was in town for a weekend. Yeah. What could he have found out? No. Well, I don't. I, I uh, because I guess you got to figure that John asked him for his advice and kind of made him privy to the situation and what was going on. And who knows? He might have had lifelong guilt from what happened to them as kids. He kind of talks about it being like, oh, I should have done more. I should have tried more. So maybe he has been on all of this. And maybe he's been on Danny all of these years. And maybe he knows far more than anybody knows about anything. Sure. Could be. be. I mean, the lie is probably like, oh, you've got a grandson. Right. Yeah, but I don't think that that's ever been something, or, you know, we didn't get any context that that was something that Danny was denying during the season, so I don't Mm. know if that would be... I don't think he would have framed it like your kids have been lying to you. Your kids may have been withholding information, but then again, we don't even know if they knew about Danny's Mm -hmm. son. Right, I think nobody did. I don't think they did. Right. So I don't think that's it. Let's talk about him. Yeah, let's do it. This is the finale, ladies. Let's just get right oh into God. what we want to say. He's going to cause so much trouble in season two. He saw John and Kevin yep. go into Danny's apartment, trash it, leave the drugs. Well, technically, he doesn't know what they did within the apartment. He saw them bring in suitcases. Let's that you have to infer that he saw. Do the we whole know thing. that he saw the whole thing, or do we know that he arrived at the tail end when they were leaving? leaving? I think he saw the whole thing. Because hmm. that's also one of those. Question marks, I think. Yes. You know, they purposely How edited much that. did he see? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I mean, he definitely saw them leaving the apartment, yeah. but is it possible that he could have thought they entered the apartment and the apartment already looked like that with the piles of money, whatever? With I mean, because he went drugs. in right afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Danny Jr. went in right afterwards yep. and opened up all that stuff. I mean, I think that's a potential for season two to, like, knock open the whole, like, Case again, yep. Right, because now we they're gonna have to kill this kid, right? Ooh. <laughs> let's not Dang, get crazy. I know. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get Rayburn on them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, do we think that Danny Jr. was living in that apartment? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. Okay, so we think that this was like his journey to find his dad, and he like happened upon the apartment at that time. I think maybe they were still in contact. I think he was sending the money to him, and he was supposed to go and get it. Maybe I don't know. See, that's what leads me to believe. I feel like maybe he was living there. Yeah, but if he was living there, I think all those envelopes would have already been opened. I would think because yeah. you wouldn't yeah, leave you so. wouldn't leave envelopes like that fully right. sealed from your dad, or right? Whatever. Yeah, I don't know what their relationship was. But yeah, that's going to be interesting to find out what the true use of that apartment was. I mean, they had to be somewhat in contact. He had a Ray Rayburn House T-shirt on. Yeah, so it's like he knew his dad's history. He somehow got a Rayburn House in whatever it is T-shirt. He knew his brother's names. Right. He, you're exactly right. Yeah, he knew a lot of the history. Did we know who was bringing in the mail for him? Was it the landlord? Yeah, that was bringing it in. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting, too. Like, why, if Danny was living in that apartment, why was he sending a whole bunch of money back to himself? Was it, like, for safekeeping? Like, he like his own savings account? He can't open well, a legit savings account? remember one of the account. times he writes, like, more is coming. So right. I think he's sending it to his son. Right. But maybe was, his son was aloof and did, was, like, you know, he just travels here and there and stops so in. So many holes. Stops yeah. in every once in a while. Because oh, it, it could have been a situation, like, if if Danny calls, like, the boy's mom and says, hey, send Danny Jr. to the house. There's right. stuff for him there. Right. And then he's like, no, I hate my dad. I'm, I got pierces on my lips. <laughs> <laughs> we had to call those out. Come I on. Of course it. Danny's child has those. Of course. Of course. And he has a big Danny floppy one. hair. <laughs> It was good. It was good. I respected that. Allison wanted to put her hands in it. No. That was Alec. That was Alec. That was Alec. Let's be yeah. real. I was just adding on. I was like, let's be real. There was some good hair in this episode. Yeah, it was, was good like, hair. During, some good during hair. this episode, good hair episode, Allison says, Marco's hot. He was. Alec. Marco he looked good. Hot. He looked and good. Meg. And Meg was hot. Meg looked great yeah. in her New York scene. I mean, she sauced it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, no more wedges for her. It was She's all... She's in the big, bad city. Oh, yeah. And yeah, tights. yeah. Saucy black yeah. hose. Ensemble. Ensemble. Yeah, no. I approved. <laughs> Hottie yeah. McHottiness. L yes. through the app. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and I, I do... I mean, I, I think it's a really interesting setup that they've got because John says, you guys li- move on to your life to, to Meg and to Kevin. Yep. We got to move on with our life. So we see scenes where they do move on and mm-hmm. they both seem real happy. So it tells me things are going to hit the fan. Yeah. It makes me think that John is the one that's going to become the troublemaker. And not maybe because he wants to be, but just like he can't handle probably the stress of being the sheriff and the guilt of this and and still trying to be like the man of the the Rayburn family uh, but he's and probably Jr. and Dan, now Danny right. Jr. he's probably going to be the one like initiating the problems. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that guilt and that pressure would be you couldn't live that way. I feel like a person could not yeah. live that way. It's going to be very interesting to see how they have him handle it. Although, yeah. you know, obviously he's lived with a huge lie for all of his life up until, you know, these moments where finally he's conversing with Danny or he was conversing with Danny about the cover up and how he, mm-hmm. you know, how he lied. So, clearly he is capable of you know, hanging on to a secret however, that was... this time it's dealing with death. It's another level. It was his own hands. Yeah, however, Danny was throwing it in his face the entire time he was back. You should have been on the boat. So it was yeah. It was almost it was as though death. he was putting some layer of part of this is on you kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We could argue both sides. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting to see uh, Kevin move on. Uh, Belle's pregnant. They seem like they're 
doing just fine back in the house together. And I didn't remember this. If, is the reason that they broke up with, or like things went downhill was yes. because they could not get pregnant, right? Yes. Well, I think also because he was nuts. I, I like, thought it was anger. more so that. Yeah. Right. Anger, oh, anger. A lot of their yeah. problems started because they yeah. couldn't have kids. Like the reason he he got a little nuts. Yeah, like that's oh. where they obviously had other problems, but right. I feel like I did not make that strong of a connection to that particular I, issue. Right. He talks a lot about having a son in the beginning uh-huh. episodes, or like wanting to have a son. Interesting. Well, there we have and it. And maybe Megan Alec will also have a son. I feel bad for Marco. There we go. I loved Marco. Poor Marco. We never know. Who knows what's <laughs> yeah, going to happen? Yeah. Who is, knows? It is up in the air. Yes. I was always team Marco. Oh, well, then there's another fun Allison Dean moment while we were screening. She's like, Marco, stop being nice. <laughs> I was like, no, that was you. Yeah, I was like, I didn't say that. Uh, no, uh, that was me. It was a Kate Aquilano moment. Marco, shut I your face. <laughs> no, well, he was like attacking her in the car. Yeah. And I was like, I Marco. I loved that scene, though. Meg, like, she, like, yes. she cracked. Get off of me. Yeah. I mean, how would you react if, like, your detective boyfriend slash ex-fiance is interrogating you and your dead brother's body is in your trunk? Yeah. Meg had to deal with a whole bunch of stuff with her brother in the trunk. Like, she had to be... It was like coming home from the hospital, the cop, the boyfriend, like just all the things oh my yeah, God, the were cop, thrown at her. The cop scene when she got pulled over was super creepy. The fact that she was standing in the rain and just like, just it like dazed and confused. Mm-hmm. It was creepy. Like, and then she got out of the car and the cop was like, that's cool. Stay right there. Right. Like, you no. should never get out of the car. Yeah, I don't know. Ne- yeah. And I feel like a cop would not allow that. Like, a cop yeah, they they would, they would be yell at you angry. and make you get back in, or I don't know, arrest you or something. Mm-hmm. Right. But they wouldn't just be like, that's cool, stay right there. I think because she's a Rayburn. The Rayburn name. Do you think that he... He knew about his, her... His, her brother. The brother. Yeah. Or I think he must have, when he looked her up, there must have been some kind of a flag on the family or something. Because certainly yeah. he was much more gracious after he had went and entered in all of her information. Yeah. I'm sure that it was connected back I've to never been pulled over by such a friendly officer. Well, That's was, for sure. He wasn't friendly at first. I mean, he definitely mm-hmm. was... I think I think he was being copy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, the, the overall, it is now. The overall scenario was, was very un Relaxed? Oh, yeah. really? It was very relaxed, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. It's very stressful for me, though. For her, yeah, for, for those that knew what was going on, but let's say she didn't have her dead brother in her trunk. I think it was a reasonable uh, exchange Amount with of coffee. Yeah. A what do you think? What do you think about the thumping that was happening in the trunk oh. that she was hearing? Do you think that was just her going over a bump and his body like slamming against yeah. the the hood? Yeah. It, it reminded me of um, well, not the hood, the the trunk top, the, the trunk, the lid. trunk lid. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It reminded me of um, the Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, oh God! The heart. Yes. Oh. Yes. Right. Where like nothing's happening. But the person is slowly losing their mind and they're hallucinating all of this craziness that's mm-hmm. happening. It made me think that that's what was happening. Not in that moment. I will say that when I watched it, I did think that he was like he came to on it. Yeah, <laughs> he's back from the dead. But then afterwards, you know, as things went on, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Like she, that had to be what it was. I don't think it was issues with her car. I mean, unless it could have been the fact that her tire tread was low, but it wouldn't cause thumping like that. I don't think. Um, well, in any yeah, case, yeah, yeah. In any case, creepy. I feel like yeah, there was anyone there was would some have manic, those, those kind of thoughts. I feel like if you're going through that situation, yeah, right. Yep, I, I concur. I liked the moment when 
John and the two younger siblings are sitting and talking, and they're like, "What? What? What? What, what should we have done?" And oh, maybe that was a separate scene. More when when John was saying. I never told you guys that I I love you. you. And then you really see, like, they're going to do whatever he says. Yeah. You know, it's it's a weird dynamic. It is. It is. And kind of, like, opening this, uh, this can of worms now based on that... The intro scenario where um, he did what he did to Danny, and then afterwards he starts having these chest pains. Right. So he calls Meg, and of course she comes to the rescue. She's there to help him and takes him to the hospital, drops him, does not stay there because of what she has in her car. Um, No, she didn't have him in the car yet. Oh, okay. But she knew that Danny was uh, still there. Right. And that any sort of uh, speaking, paperwork, whatever it is, would give him up anyways. Like, she really couldn't, she couldn't really say much to the hospital because all those questions would be there. Yeah, right. Were you, what happened? She was just worried about the body. Uh Yep. Oh, and, and then again with that, why didn't it float away? I think it was, it was, I don't think it was like, it was like a low tide, shallow, lagoony thing. So it wasn't like there was current really passing through. It was like, it was like sitting wall. I don't know. I I just, I didn't, there wasn't like an ocean body around Mm -hmm. it. It was definitely. They say South Bay when it's the meeting place. Yeah. So a bay is pretty relaxed. It is. In my knowledge of bays. I don't know what my knowledge of bays is. Allison, the bay expert. Sitting on the dock of the bay. (laughs) Seems pretty relaxing. Relaxing. Yeah. Relaxing. Very low, low key, low tide. Yeah. yeah. Right? Thank you. Very I'm with you. It is. Gotcha. It is. I'll be here for another 30 minutes. Yeah. Music will guide your life. Yeah, there you are. That. Um, yes. So he, so he's in the hospital recovering from his, mm-hmm. from his chest pains, his issues. Um, and then how the family trickles in was interesting to me. Uh, like Mama Rayburn got a call and then like Kevin comes in. He is a Rayburn. At various points trying to keep her away mm-hmm. and things and like trying to get information from John, even though he's totally sedated. Incapacitated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was really interesting to me. Kind of just how everyone, all of these moving parts that were trying to uh, avoid one another mm-hmm. in, in this sketchiest way while while John could finally do nothing. He was orchestrating this whole thing and then he was finally at a moment where he couldn't do anything and all these other people were like left to their own accord because he's always to figure it out. He's always moving the pieces. He's always in charge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a question actually. Um, in the hospital, mm-hmm. when he took Danny's phone. Okay, so he was trying to make a call. He was trying to call Meg or Kevin yeah. or something. His phone was dead. So then he takes Danny's phone because he snatched it from Danny's pocket. Right. Um, he then called Meg. Meg. Yes. And then my thought was, okay, so even though he's planning this whole, he's planting this whole scenario of what Danny did or where he was, that particular call didn't make any sense to me because that to me mm. was something that he couldn't have hidden. Like why? Because the phone records, for example, if the no, cops had come it, back and taken it, his phone, I don't phone, think they had figured out the scenario Meg? yet. So, but even it in wasn't this, John thinking ahead. I mean, he just I think killed his brother. He didn't have the whole scenario. No, I don't think so either. Yet. Not until they had that later meeting. But even if Danny called Meg at that point, he's still alive for the night. Like yeah. he's in like the scenario, the plan. But scenario. I feel like forensics would be able to tell like point of death, like like time of death when he died. And then when they go back uh, and look at the phone no records, and it's a lot been, of cop shows. It's been Water done. messes with a lot of that stuff really? because it, it messes with the. I don't know what the... It deteriorates the evidence. Yeah, because you Mm. don't... um, You don't decompose as much in the water. Or you do a lot because of, like, sea life that's 
you know, gross, sorry. Ugh. But, like, it, yeah, it messes yeah. or with even the timeline. Salt, probably yeah, the salt levels all, in the water. I mean, they could probably figure it I, out, but I mean, it messes like with it a little could. bit. Especially because they found him so soon after it happened. It's not like he'd been chilling in the in the water for, for you he'd know. He'd been chilling in the water for a month. Well, okay. I and guess. he did they burn. Did they find out any uh, time of death on the girls that they brought in? I think they have, like, a range. No, I think they had a range, yeah. Okay. I do. Not, I think okay. they had a range. Because like so that, that one stood out in my mind. I was like, if you, like, I thought it was if a sketchy Abby move Shudo on John's NCIS part. If NCIS was on this case, she'd find out. Here's what I thought was sketchy. I thought that, especially because he has the job that he does, John, uh, the fact that he was using Danny's phone, my mind was going towards uh, voice recording. So for if for whatever reason they go back and they listen to records of calls that Danny made prior to his death, they're not going to hear Danny on the line. But they weren't tapping Danny's phone. But if they get the records for you won't get a, you won't get the audio unless it's tapped. You'll just get phone numbers and um, like a time amount. See, I don't believe that. I feel like I feel like they can get anything that they want nowadays. No, you can't just like we got enough audio. satellites in space like, now. Oh, Kate called Allison at this time for ten minutes when she was dead. I know, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that that one was kind of a my a mind was going there. Me. Okay. Right. Also, All right. random right. thought. John had cell phones in the hospital. Aren't you not supposed to have cell phones in the hospital? You would pick up on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. Like <laughs> They definitely don't work in hospitals, they, that's they, for sure. Well, I mean, they checked him in. They yeah, would they have like what he, what he came in with, and right. then they have a just, list of like just available in a bag, a phone and a yeah. old JP no, flip phone. No, yep. they don't take. A, it's not like they're checking in the prison. They don't like <laughs> make a list of your belongings. But I mean, do they just like sit it right next to you, real nice, like like after they've done your treatments? Well, he and things was never and completely and unconscious in the, in the beginning. They put him on a sedative, right? Because so, he wanted like, to leave. He oh, he mm-hmm. probably put all of his mm-hmm. stuff in a nice pile. Hmm. Call Dr. Okay. Annie Morgan. Okay. Okay. It, was, it was definitely dramatic when yeah. Kevin and Meg were trying to figure out what they had to do. You know, when they were orchestrating what the plan of attack was going to be. With, yes. Do we move him? Do we not And really, him? it was only until they saw people coming that suddenly they reacted with, we got to put him in the trunk. Because right. they were totally just going to leave him chilling there. And you know what? Prior to John even, even doing that to Danny, prior to him even killing Danny, um... I totally did not understand when the moment came up that Marco told John that had they found the drugs in the shed, yep. that that would have been, like, they could have pinned Danny with right. the whole drug thing had they found the drugs in the shed. Yep. Yeah. Why wasn't John pissed at Meg and Kevin for moving it then at that point? Because it was Meg and Kevin that moved the drugs but away. But it was his idea. Because it was his plan. Yeah, it was his plan. Because he, he, didn't, didn't, want, he didn't want the inn to be uh, investigated. Mm-hmm. There, he was protecting the inn. Yeah, he thought he could get Danny later down the line. Yeah. With and still he with his did. involvement. And he, he did. But he yeah, did. he was protecting the inn. Because it was, he told Megan and Kevin to move it. Yeah, he knew that had the drugs been found at the inn, it, it just would have been years and years of if investigations yeah. and it could have shut down the inn. It would have been years and years of heartache instead of years and years of heartache. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, I know. <laughs> decisions, it's guys. Yep. So yep. how stressful was this lose, scene lose. where Marco is is talking to John and the DEA is there? I was like, I, I was holding my shoes. Yeah. I knew they were, a picture of me. I knew they were out. trying to make us more stressed out than we actually should have been with the way he like phrased the question. And Marco was so like 
Marco played that real cool. Yes. Just his eyes. Everything was very... um, Questioning and concerning, yeah. and he was. It wasn't like he was being kind, like a friend. Like, oh man, we found this about your brother. It's this. It's that. Whatever we think. But this on is the real. opposite side, the theory. Well, on the opposite, right? Uh, John plays it really well that he doesn't know, and you're pinning all of this on a text message and calls them out. He's, you know, so he, it's both sides are kind of playing each other. But I think right now, no one suspects. John. Oh, That's no, probably going to change. I in think the, in Marco's got uh, knows a little bit more. Yeah. That he suspects a little bit more because of previous conversations with John where he's like, what's actually going on? Well, like, you're not me telling me everything. Yeah, so he's playing it cool because DA's there, and that's why oh, I think boy. he like, is messing with yep. them a little bit. And Marco's got really the inside scoop because mm-hmm. of being with Meg. He's been around the family. He's seen a lot more in-depth information than probably John even cares to recognize at this point. True. I don't know if I'm with you on that because I feel like John is two steps ahead on many levels. I do feel like he's done enough things to prove that he's thought of a lot of dimension here. For instance, when he turned around after that whole conversation, after he stood up Mm -hmm. and he said, you know, how did you... How did you know he was going to show up to the pure dedication? And then Marco says, because of the seersucker suit. And of course, that was all... I mean, they staged it. Meg and everyone. the sheriff, or Woody. Like, he knows what steps a detective is going to take. Right. And And so he has accounted for all of that. And what's neat here to see with that scenario is that they're both sons of the same two parents they're both the same they're both manipulative and successful at it but one is seen as a good guy and one is seen as a bad guy and that's the whole problem that danny had i want you to feel you just summed it up i just want you to know the scene the scene where sally arrives at the scene where she finds out that Danny's dead. Mm-hmm. I literally had an, like an emotional breakdown during that scene. Like, so way well. to go, Sissy Spacek. Silence. She caused me to have yeah. tissue. Like, it was a tissue need. Well, yeah, because yeah. you all Team Danny and all that. All that. No, but it was her reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. I know. Icon. It brought know. it brought on the um, yeah. And then it just makes you think, though. Like, okay, second child down. Mm-hmm. And oh, Lord, you know her husband was dead. it right? And and especially with the children, like was it intended? Like, did she have more behind her actions than we know? It's 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 heart wrenching, but it's also sketchy. It's it like could, you just don't know the full story. Yeah, when she finds out about Danny's death, she had already talked to Potts about like wanting to make it right. Right. You know, so maybe for her, she was, like, on this path of, like, oh, I hope we find him. She's built it up because I'm going to make it up to him now. Too little, too late. It's a little too late. Exactly. It's a little too late. It is. There was a few moments in this episode uh, where they showed key, like, props. Yeah, I like that. There was key things that happened where I was... I didn't know why I was being shown, <laughs> you know, I because they, you know, they, like, cut back to it. So the tequila bottle mm-hmm. in New York, I was... What... Why, why did they do that? Why did they do that? And the, then, the you know. The chain on the guy's neck. The chain on the guy's neck. Mm-hmm. And then also, when um, when Kevin goes to one of his boats or his yeah, boat. The ice. And the ice and the fish. I was like, wait a minute, am I supposed to see something in the fish? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just all connected. No, right. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I, of course, by the end of the episode, you realize, oh, the tequila. She drank tequila when she got back from all of her antics. And mm-hmm. then the. The putting Danny on ice and then seeing the fish on ice. <laughs> and, and you know. a good thing to call it. Oy! I like that. I was intrigued by that. It kept my interest. And then speaking of uh, 
Kevin and his like interaction with Belle when she's like, so, you know, we were reckless and, uh, mm-hmm, eyebrows, eyebrows pregnant, right? And he's just like, uh, I gotta go. About this? I gotta go. I would be so yeah. Pissed. I, I, I would punch him in the face. I thought he ruined their relationship, so I was kind of happy that they were like all fine and peachy at the end yeah. of the episode. But I thought he was like obviously this thing has ruined John. Uh, I you know Meg has ruined her relationship with Marco. Yep. And so I thought you know the whole relationship between Danny and Bell or sorry Kevin, Kevin and Bell was going to be ruined as well. So I was, uh, in, I was not seeing that coming that they were going to get back together. Who saw the whole? Uh, we got another um, episode with Jeremy Palco tonight. Mm-hmm. We did. He came on back. Hello, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Um, Hi, Jeremy. And so we find out that in fact they will negotiate him buying the marina, and it's going to be because of a loan out against the inn. I think that's going to be an interesting storyline for the next season mm-hmm. I totally because I agree. think that there's going to be something hairy with with all of that. Yeah, and it, totally. And it was funny because, you know, when those those other investors were interested in purchasing, um, Nick was such the dick, right? Like Nick he, the dick. Yeah, like it was ugly and just butting heads and, you know, was not, not good for Kevin. Um, but now that they've pulled out, it's a whole different story. Nick seems totally more accommodating, and it's great. Not only that, but they're willing to take Kevin's uh, 10% less than the original promised amount. And the so mom it's like says, it would be fun to negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> well, and during that brings up a point during that thing, that conversation, you know, she says the Rayburn name still means something, and that is said during John's conversation with the guy who's pushing him for sheriff. Like the Ra- the name Rayburn will go a long way. So it's all, until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. But that was interesting because it's like this still this like pedestal. That the Rayburn family is on, yep. that ev- like that the immediate family knows they can never live up to, and it's just like when is the outside world going to catch up on that? Oh yeah, season two. Yes, I don't know. Um, this was, I think, this was really more last episode, but I'm gonna bring it up now because I want to. Okay, um, you do you do, do that, girl. Do I'm gonna do it. Um, so this moment was big for me because since they brought up the seersucker suits. I was thinking, well, Meg and Marco have to get married because we have to see the seersucker suit, obviously. And then here comes Mama Rayburn, and she totally uh, steals the the seersucker thunder, and she's like, let's wear the suits to the pure dedication. And as soon as she said that, I was like, that's where the suits are from. Like, for me, it was my breakthrough moment, and probably everyone had that moment, but I was excited about it because I was like, now I know! Right now, I was like, I guess... In my mind, before she said that, I was like, "They must go through the wedding because, like, you think yeah. they've broken up; no, they're never going to get back together." I was yep. like, "But you see you like that the flash suits. forward that you see yeah. the suits, and it must have still happened." Yep. And as soon as Mama Rayburn said that, I was like, "Oh, Meg and Marco were done." Mm-hmm. Like at that, it was more about Meg and Marco being done than it was even about the suits. That was my moment that solidified, yeah. like, "Oh, okay, that's definitely not happening." It wasn't when Allison told us that Alec was coming back in the last episode <laughs> over and over. She it is wasn't. The IMDb. Although I did hear it over and over. (laughs) I I wasn't on board yet. I was a little shocked that, or I would have maybe liked uh, this to be done a little bit differently, that the beginning of this final episode is when we see John talking to this guy who wants to give him the sheriff job or saying, Mm -hmm. like, if that would have maybe been building up a few episodes. Yeah. Because now it was like, last episode, wrap it up. Well, I guess it's like the just... 
I can't say that word. Juxtaposition. 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 Oh, I got you, girl. I got you. That one. I got you. Of him, like, being the ultimate law keeper. Yep. And then the ultimate law breaker. Yep. It was, like, the perfect... Mm. Yeah, I totally... I'm exactly on your page with that. Yeah. All right. It was like, here's this very elite offering that's coming your way, and he has to mentally manage that with all of the meltdown crap going on all around him. opposite points of a person that could ever exist. And, like, how you handle that, and how you have to, you know, architect these layers of lies to all these people that you need to support you. I don't know how he keeps it straight. Yeah, it's, All the it's, lies. Well, he's a good liar. We it's know this now. He's a raver. Poker. He should. He should take on. Take up poker. He'd be. Good he'd point. be good at it. He probably is. We'll probably. Yeah, see he's that probably a poker season. next season. Poker player. <laughs> John Raver and the poker player. If it's next right. season, you know that the writers watch this episode and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, good idea. Good idea." Then he gets into some like like mafia mafioso stuff because he's doing like underground poker tournaments and like. Right. Oh boy, we're getting crazy. Yeah, over here. I know. Okay, the, I don't think mob, that's actually the keys mafia. Yeah, right. Know. I'm like, we, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. <laughs> but man, what an app! But it was what? exciting. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's an exciting topic. I was sad that they didn't. You know, when he was having that conversation with Marco and and I know Bill's name. What's his character's name? The DE agent. Clay. Uh, Clay. Clay. I was like, Bill's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> in that whole situation, they're like, we're bringing Lowry in. I wanted to see that conversation. Mm-hmm. We may. We may, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, season two, episode one. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, with I the mean, flashbacks and the flashbacks. For sure, know. the Lowry whole thing is not over Done. yet. Nope. No. I mean, that is... And not because I looked at IMDb, everyone. Uh, I'm assuming. But maybe a little bit. No. Oh. Um, no, I just think that there's still yet, like, so much to be covered yeah. with that. And, like, what if they give him a lie detector test about what went down? And what if he passes it perfectly? Are they going to assume that he's a master liar that just knows how to defeat a lie detector no, test? No, or- just call the contract killer to go kill Danny. We're never going to figure it out. So you're saying that he's going to believe that Ralph got to him. No, he could have called someone else. Larry could have had multiple contract killers in his pocket. Oh, I see what you're Ralph's saying. Ralph's not the only killer. Got it. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking about the Keys Mafia. Come on. True. But True. then that that means that Wayne sort of will, he almost has an alibi or he almost will have like, you know, like his hands weren't a part of any of it on, on some, like it won't trace I don't know. Isn't that I think that'll be weird. Him? I think that'll be interesting. Well, that's the thing. How are they going to really prove it? Well, and that's now you you're basing it on a phone and a and a text message. That's because he can't go to jail because with that, with just that. But now but that Danny's son else. is here, like, Danny's son, Danny's son, Danny. What did Danny's son see? Exactly. Yeah, we don't know. That's going to be an interesting. That'll that's going to be so point. interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Danny Junior and little Janie are going to become friends and. <gasps> Like plot. just plot against Janie oh. is probably oh. Mary Lou Mandel. Here you go. That's Janie what we wanted. Is my yes. least favorite character. Yes. Yeah. Who is no, Janie? Oh. She makes me so mad. Well, I, I why? Oh, <laughs> she's just she's just making trouble for no reason. Well, and the cell phone. Put your cell phone down. You are at dinner with your family. <laughs> She's a teenager. Yeah, I don't care. She's I feel like teen. I was her. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with what she's doing. Not that it's not wrong, but just 
I get it's it. typical teenage yeah, behavior. Oh, I completely get me. it. Yeah, well, because she had her the attachment with Danny towards the end. Yeah. And she's in this rebellious mode. She's going to get some information from Danny Jr. They're going to link up. They're going to kill everybody. Whoa, prediction. I, I do think that that's going to be a very interesting layer if, mm. yeah. Like, like a Rayburn in Massacre. <laughs> No, like well, just, yeah, I don't know if that's really going to go down. Everyone's a little bit literally than that. everyone dies, but yeah. I can see a, a little bond happening a mm-hmm. and a rift them causing. And the we did a bad thing is just going to pass on through the generations. Yeah, because that's what what happened that's what with happened. the parents. Yeah. That's now what's uh, this generation of Rayburn adults and the the next round. I wonder if Danny Jr. will ever be able to find out that it really was John. Maybe he'll be the whole. Uh, key in this whole thing of, of finding out that John really had more to do with it. I, know, I think believes. the first conversation that the John and Danny Jr. were calling him have is like why he's probably going to ask why were you at my dad's apartment? And then once the police get wind of that they're going to be like why didn't you? Why were when, you? When were you at his apartment? Yeah. Why were you there? So when you were there you didn't notice all these drugs? Yeah. That's when it's going to start to unravel. I do think I'm really hopeful that Lenny Potts is going to be coming back next season. And I am super, super curious as to whatever information he has for us. I do. I think I I believe I believe in you, Lenny Potts. He's going to redeem himself because he's been living with this guilt his whole life. He got it wrong the first time and he's not going to get it wrong this time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's trying to redeem himself specifically with Danny. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I feel there is a lot more that Lenny's going to offer us. How many predictions did we just do just now, by the way? That was basically predictions. (laughs) Like, that whole thing was... Sorry, Marissa, we jumped the shark. (laughs) I see what you did there, Kate. We jumped the shark. (laughs) I plan that. Way to so go. Clever. So clever. So clever. What ladies. am I going to do without you every week? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> OMG. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else? Are we missing anything with this episode? This very beefy McBeef episode? I think we got it. Season two, I hope. Is it it's official? Yeah, it's official. It's official? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. I just don't want to. I wish we had a date. Yeah. yeah. I don't we need I, a date. Honestly, I think it's going to be sometime 2016. For yeah. sure. It probably will parallel maybe when when we started yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this one. Yeah, it was a spring. Like March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, March. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I vote next year we do them quicker. We do them because quicker. We need to so, binge watch. Yeah. I mean, because we could not be part of society. No, we could not And I'm happy to rejoin you, society. We want to be back for season two. And we want to make it less terrible for everyone to have to follow along. Yeah. Mostly for us. Yeah. It was tough. <laughs> I don't know. I think we do. I, I commend <laughs> us. I don't know. No, I commend. Yeah, strong. I commend and all we of never, us. No, nobody skipped forward. I never, no, never skipped forward. We were all very we well behaved. Solid. We were well behaved. We stuck with it. And Go here's team. the thing. I have to say, in our in our mm, favor, team. in our favor, everyone that binge watched it had to wait that much longer for season two. Whereas now we just finished, which is it's we you know have a little we less time. The gap. Yeah, we shortened yeah. the waiting period, yeah, not by much. Bit. But we did. <laughs> just yeah, just about bit. twelve weeks. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're there the. Yeah. Uh, we well said. Okay. Well done, ladies. Great this has been so exciting. After showing with you, ladies. Bloodline. I know. Bloodline. Team yeah. Bloodline. Team yeah. Bloodline. I, I cannot get believe all it. the Emmys. Yes. 
Please interact with us during the downtime yeah. until season two. Chat with us. We love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Tell us about our thoughts. What do you think of our predictions? What are your predictions? Definitely interact with us. Hashtag ABTV Bloodline. And uh, who's going to win the Emmy? I want to know Emmy. what you think. Ben Mendelsohn. That's well, you know, vote. but other people, I know there's been a lot of conversation on YouTube. There's plenty of other deserving <laughs> actors on that show that I think will also get nominations. I think so, too. I really yeah. do. I, I truly think it'll be a disservice It's an if amazing they show. It's been an amazing season. Yeah. I can't wait for season two. We should have a Winos and Onesies Emmy party. <gasps> oh. Love. Gene. Yes. Let's do it. Mm. And then we should also coincide that with a show. 55 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. But mine will be much shorter. 55, <laughs> 55 seconds before the Emmy Emmy show begins. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's good. This is fantastic. This okay. is all going down. More predictions. <laughs> all right. Even more predictions. Yeah. So I'll see you guys next season. See you guys let's, next season. Let's, wait, we have to tell everyone where they're going to follow us. We do. We're getting there. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I was like, are we just closing? Okay. <laughs> we're done. See ya. Yeah, I know. I was see like, ya. bye. Okay. Um, I am Blake V. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Blake V Media. Yes, I am Allison Dean. You can find me everywhere at the Allison Dean and also on our YouTube show, Winos, Winos and, and onesies. onesies. Check it out. This is Kate Aquilano. You can find her on all social media at Kate Aquilano. This is Mary Lou Mandel, and you can find her on all social media, media at Mary Lou Mandel. It's and true. your new YouTube series, 55 yeah. Seconds. With Mary Lou Mandel. <laughs> very short. Right. You can watch it. It's very short. Yeah, it's 55 short. seconds. Our videos are, yeah, a little longer. They're a bit more of an investment. Yeah. They're worth it. Worth it. So tune Hashtag in. worth thanks it. For thank you so thanks so much for joining us. See you next time. Thank you, thank you. Next season. Next season. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.